everybody, this is the House of Darkner, and we are doing a Let's There Be Honest segment today. So we're going to, and I've done this before, like, it's been a while since I've done it, and, and I, I remember I did, I did it with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we sat there and talked about, let's be honest, about all these films, and I feel like we're going to do that again, because I just, I've been absorbing a lot of information, watching other stuff, reading mangas and stuff like that, and and just watch, and just just watching the state of the current phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the direction they're taking that and, and, and ideas that they're making and, and just absorbing films, good and bad and all of the above. And like, while some of them are not MCU related, they are technically MCU related, but they're not, but they're also still just as bad. And, and just watching, listening to other like critics points of views and, and, and actually kind of agreeing with them. And it's, and it's starting to kind of mold a little bit my, my my way of thinking it, it helped me reevaluate and it's something i think i feel like it's important to realize is that there's i knew there's something that has been off i just haven't had a word to articulate it with and granted i'm not going to get into the politics behind some of this jimmy jams and i'm getting i'm getting into it as just a fan of of the universe and of the things and what and the expectations i've been kind of fussing and off and on about stuff these last few episodes about shows and movies and other and all the of the above and things like that and making noise and just just kind of like reminding remembering you know reminding people like why you know about good stories and doing characters well and and just kind of like let's not like don't stop marvels don't be lazy we're gonna pull a fast one and all these you know i did it in my darkner woes and and my darkner was i i do it a little bit in jest and because i'm trying to have fun but at the same time i'm like Folks got to remember, man, you have a job to do. And I think that's the one thing we, we tend to forget. And I think after having like super successful movies like No Way Home and The Batman and even Sonic 2, it's starting to like literally remind me why I like new and stuff and and what is to be expected and what's wrong with the with the way things are going with the comic books. Not only comic books as well, movies and TV shows is all happening, but at this moment, we are going to focus specifically on the phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because I feel like that's the one I like the most, and especially because they, they just recently dropped the uh, Thor Love and Thunder trailer, and it got me feeling kind of irritated. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. We'll talk. We'll touch on that in a minute. But we'll. So I think. I think. You know, first, I think we're going to do the movie part first, but I think we're going to avoid the movie part right now because that brings it, it goes, puts us down the line with, uh, Thor Love and Thunder. And I want to, I want to talk about that in a minute. So I think we're going to focus on, on, uh, the, the, the Disney Plus shows of phase four. And let's get the ball rolling uh, on this stuff and talk about it. And I want to be honest. I'm going to be honest with people about this. Let's be real. The whole point of being real, and I, I'm not saying at the time when I talked about it, I wasn't being real. But you also have to remember, I was also being, I was in the moment, I was caught up in the stuff. Especially when Falcon and Winter Soldier was done, I was caught up in it. I like, I went back and listened to myself. I was in it. I was all in it. I was like, man, calm down. <laughs> I was worked up. I was all in it. And, uh, and I, and I just, but now I've been, you know, I, a little wiser, I've been reading a little more, I've been paying attention to stuff, I've been complaining about how the MCU is kind of being with stuff, and so it is, it is making me re-look and revisit stuff in this phase, and, and what's what I feel like is missing, we're missing from, like, post-endgame, we're missing something here, and and I just watched, and I watched a video that said this, very specific, he's a good a good hero story has four elements in it, it said it has a very good backstory for the character, very backstory or origin. It has very unique powers and abilities. Um, they have uh, internal struggles, like you know their own inner demons or things. They have to you know the path of the hero. This always has to be struggle, and they have to have a very good villain. And so I'm I'm re I'm remapping my brain because I think I think. I've, I, while I've been, I haven't been accepting everything that's been coming out. I feel like, I, to some degree, I started to settle again, and I, and I, especially with the, it was phase four. Even though I've been complaining about stuff, so I think I need to get back and get a real look and be real House of Darkner about it and be honest and be just be clear. 
Let's be honest. Come on, let's let's be real. While you know, while like I said, let's be honest. Eyes unclouded by hate, by nostalgia, about eyes unclouded about being black. Let's just look at it as straight nerd bullies and let's be nerd bullies about it. All right. So beginning of phase four in the Disney Plus series has was WandaVision. That was the first that was the first of the first. It was the beginning. It started phase four. And WandaVision, I have to say, I did enjoy it. Uh, that was pretty cool, and it was it gave us it gave us like a uh, 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 a touch into like the House of M kind of situation where Wanda takes over this whole city and puts them into this universe that is created by her own powers and her own mind to so she can have what she wants essentially, which is you know a family with with uh, Vision, who obviously at this point is is dead in in post End Game and. And had and she ends up having these twins, uh, Tommy and Billy. Which, by the way, they are uh, canon in the in the comics. Uh, they are alternate universe children that actually become part of the Young Avengers because they're from alternate worlds in the comics. But yes, that's they're still, but they're directly connected to Wanda and Vision. And part of the reason why House of M happened is because she was having a nervous breakdown. And she was having these these creating this this alternate reality in her mind where she had these kids and they weren't real and that's and that's part of like the whole issue with her and wandavision and gra- granted it's in a smaller scale but it's the same concept it's house of them but smaller you know she takes over the city and it starts really well it's very interesting especially because it's all based on old like sitcom tropes I think like the Denvec Dick Van Dyke show, and it just kind of moved on from there to like family ties and stuff like that. And it was kind of cool. It's kind of cool how they did it. Um, and it started doing, you know, there's always interesting little things coming up. They like you get introduced to Monica Rambeau, who, for those who don't know, in the comics is, I think her current name is Spectrum, but it was, uh, Ms. Marvel at one point, and it was Fo- Photon or Captain Marvel. I think it was Captain Marvel at first, and then she went with the Photon, and right now she's Spectrum. And uh, and, and it's a, it's a, it was a cool way to introduce. I thought it was interesting that like they used this way uh, Wanda's powers to kind of give her because it alters like stuff and, and and her exposure to those powers altered her DNA to the point where she got her powers. I think that was cool. I, I don't hate that, and especially if you if you go back and read the origin story of Monica and how she got her powers. It was in the comics is not that interesting. So uh, the fact that they they. They attribute her her abilities to the fact through this crazy altering field that she ended up being going through several times. It's kind of smart. I think it's cool. Like she been she went through it like three or four times in the show, so it definitely jacked up her DNA. But to a point where she now she has powers, which I'm hoping they will explore at a later time. But I do think it's cool. And shout outs to you know Catherine Hahn who who plays Agatha Harkness, who's granted in the comics was more of a ally that they kind of turned but they turned her into like the villain in wandavision which wasn't bad and it was done i think it was done well and this is the first time in wandavision where we officially get uh wanda is now officially giving given her her longtime moniker in the comic books the scarlet witch granted that they made it it's more involved in, in the show than compared to what it wasn't because in the comics it was anyways it was, it was it's it's changed now because before in the comics, it was revealed that she was the 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 daughter. Her and Pietro were the daughter of Magneto, and that they were mutants. But also, it was revealed they were also experiment uh, experiment on in the comics by the High Evolutionary. And I think in the last like few years, they revealed that they actually aren't related to Magneto, and they're not actually mutants. But they have, but they have, they got their powers from the High Evolutionary, who experimented on them, which kind of like leads kind of. I guess goes into what happens to Wanda and Pietro in the MCU. They're experimented on by Von Strucker, especially using uh, with Wanda using the Mind Stone and kind of triggered her powers. But at the same time, they're trying to say that she was already destined to be a Scarlet Witch because it's in her bloodline. Whatever. Anyways, the point is is that <laughs> she got her. She's now officially the Scarlet Witch, and she got her new her new official gear in the move in the show. And at the end of the show, she looks dope. Like, uh, Elizabeth Olsen and her new Scarlet Witch gear looks really awesome. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, the show started, well, and I, I'm not gonna lie, it ended kind of funky for me. Uh, and granted, they, they did admit that a lot of, the, uh, there was a lot of scheduling issues, because it was right in the middle of the, of, 
of the pandemic and, and it, it affected everybody's stuff. Like Cat uh, Cat Dennis was supposed to, have, supposed to have a bigger role. Monica Rambeau was supposed to have a crazy cool like boss fight, and things just kind of fell through. And you can kind of feel some stuff fall through on it. And so the ending, you know, you know, the end, and we got you know, you know, White Vision and so like. By the way, anyone anyone who doesn't hasn't seen this stuff, it's, this stuff is getting spoiled. By the way, for you guys, granted, it's been since what. 2021 is when one of first came out. So, yeah, it was 2021. So you're, you know, you're you're behind. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was okay. I thought, it, I thought there's some stuff I thought was cool. I like the fact that we got we got White Vision officially now. Uh, that's kind of a comic accurate thing. And the fact that he's void of like emotion makes sense. Uh, like the whole the whole connection to Billy and Tommy. The this is kind of like birthing the the multiverse's whole thing with her ability. Like she's a Nexus being who has the ability to alternate to to tap into other realities and things like that. It's all leading to the multiverse stuff. So I think that's part of the reason why it was a big deal because this is all multiverse stuff. And so that's why a lot of people were super excited about it. I'll say, like I said, I think the ending was kind of like wasn't great. I think it could have been better, especially the whole thing with Agatha. Uh, I don't agree that Agatha should get her own show, and I don't, I'll argue with anyone about it. Like, like, well, what if it leads to stuff that's important? Yeah, we don't need her, though. She could have been a side character in another show or in a movie. Now, the fact that we're dedicating, like, several episodes to a show about her kind of makes no sense to me. But I like Catherine Hahn as Agatha. She did a good job. And it's clearly she's gonna be she's coming back for later stuff probably in Multiverse of Madness or any future project. So we'll see what happens then. But like, but for me right now, I think I think one division was fine. I think it was just it was it just I thought it could have been better considering the fact that they were tapping into something that like was a really big moment in the comic books. The House of M universe was huge. It was it was a huge. I have the graphic novel. I love that graphic novel. It was huge. And they only like they barely like tapped into it, which kind of like you know sad face. But you know, granted. You're missing a lot of characters for that to work. So for me, as as of now, in my revisit of One Division, I feel like it's a it's a solid it's a solid five, maybe six, just because it's a stepping stone for the Disney Plus show. So you know we'll let it be. We'll let it be. Um, moving it on, we're gonna go to what came out first? Was it Falcon and Winter Soldier then Loki? I think it was Loki after that. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out. It's a big deal for me because this this is post end game. Sam has the shield. It was huge for me. So and and it whole this whole season is about like him and the mantle and stuff like that. And then the whole thing with John Walker being the new Captain America and stuff like that. And Bucky having issues, his own attachment to the shield and stuff like that. And they're back and forth and and, and then they bring in Zemo involved. And it's like it's very it's very involved. And I remember, <laughs> I remember watching it when I was watching it with my wife, because we watched a lot of the Disney Plus shows together. I at the end of it, I was like, I mean, I was caught up because you know it, they had a very had very specific themes going on, they had a very specific message going on. I mean, they introduced Isaiah Bradley, who was part of the Rebirth program, and he was one of the he was the first Black Captain America. You know, that Elijah's in there, so it means we're probably going to get Patriot. And so, me as a as a the the black kid in me. Who, who, who always wanted like cool black characters for me in the comic books was screaming like big time about this, so I was caught up in it, you know. So by the end of the end of the show, and you know Anthony Mackie's wearing you know Sam Wilson Captain America gear and he's flying around throwing the shield, I'm in it. I'm like, I'm, I'm involved, and, and, and I worked up and all about it and doing ninja rolls and karate kicks and you know running to my mic and did a review. I like I listened to my review. It was like a almost a forty minute review and I was losing my mind. And, you know, and there's a lot of cool introductions to, like I said, John Walker, who who is the uh, U.S. agent in the comics. It was a good introduction. You you meet uh, Madam Hydra, a.k.a. Valentina. I don't I, like what how important she's going to be in the MCU. We don't know yet. She's only she has only showed up twice so far. Uh, I, I think I, I like this. Uh, you know, Zemo got the door from a It was a lot of stuff that, you know, Bucky's back, you know, like. It, it was cool to see a lot of certain elements, things like some kind of like, con- you know, closing for closure for some of the characters and stuff like that. And like, like the fact that Bucky and, and Sam were kind of like, I hope they're going to have the like the buddy cop thing happen. I hope in the next movie they even they even do that in the Captain America 4 film. 
movie, the show is flawed. Flawed, like, through and through. Obviously, there's a very specific theme they're trying to push. And I get it. But it, it, it made some scenes kind of stupid. Like, how, <laughs> like, there's a scene where the cops show up and pull a gun on on Sam because, you know, because he's black and he's having an argument with Bucky in the street. And they're like, I don't know why, I don't know who called the cops on them. This was kind of dumb. They, they were getting in a fight. They were having, a, like, a heated back and forth about a subject. And they don't recognize Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon, a.k.a. the Avenger. You know, he's an Avenger. They, like, for some reason, they're like, oh! But they, for some reason, they didn't recognize Bucky. And then when they, they finally did, they got like, oh, yeah, you're on the, you're on the, the wanted, the, you're a fugitive. What? I, there's stuff like that now that was dumb. And, and I get why they're doing it. I get why it happened. It was just done poorly. Uh... I, the whole thing with, with Carly and the Flag Smashers wasn't done well. I'm not gonna lie. She wasn't a good character. She was written poorly. I like, cause, and I remember telling my wife, like, I didn't care about her. I didn't care about her cause. I didn't care about her, her, her issues. I like, there was no reason for me, like, a, a, a compelling bad guy, you, you get why they're doing it. I didn't even understand what she was doing. I didn't even understand what she wanted. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just know that she went for she 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 got violent and started killing people and and immediately became a terrorist. When she went from being an activist to a terrorist by blowing up a building, like literally, when you went from fighting for people to get homes to literally now committing murder and 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 breaking breaking laws because you're mad. And so, like, yeah, like, and then people are like, oh, you you know, you why you lay with them extremists? Well, she did blow up a building. She did kills people, and she is like like labeling herself with these masks with the, with the freaking paint on it. It's kind of sorry, kind of goes hand in hand based on the definition of what a terrorist is, and what they're doing is extreme. It kind and and like what what was your motive? And like and I remember watching a video, someone said the same thing. So why were you mad? He was like, you you got you got somebody else's homes, and their and their belongings who have been who are dead for the past five years because of infinity the infinity war, and Thanos. And now they're back, and they have to, and they they have the right to ask for their stuff back because now they're back after five years, and you're mad because you wanted to go back to the way things were. You mean when half the population was dead? I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And that's what kind of bugged me about her character. I'm like, so wait, why are you mad? Are you mad because you guys got displaced? And are you mad because things aren't the way they were, to where half the population was dead and you got their stuff? I'm, it's like the motivation was very weird to me. It was very bizarre to me. And I agree, Sharon Carter's useless. I like I hate her character. I hated her character in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm not gonna lie. I felt like she was unnecessary. Uh, and her and her anger towards Sam, like everyone was angry. <laughs> it was like so mad. And like they're mad at Sam. I'm like Sam was dead for five years, guys. Y'all forget he he ceased to exist because of these inter intergalactic stones that literally can do anything you want. Like literally, people forget that part. But anyways. I still like the show, and I still like the fact they introduced very specific characters like the Bradleys. I do like the fact we got Salmon in the gear. I know people are very particular about it because, oh, you know, you know, for whatever reasons and subjects and stuff and blah blah blah. But it is canon, and I do think I do think yeah, to some degree they did demonize John Walker a little bit. But John Walker in the comics was always Captain Tryhard. <laughs> he really was. He's not a bad guy. He just he's just super flawed, and he's always overdoing it to the point where like other heroes have to fight him like he's always overdoing it. i think he ends up joining the thunderbolts at some point and then becomes like part of the dark avengers at, at one point in the comics if i if i remember correctly so i think this is a good direction for john and i, and I feel like the, i like the fact that they it was the pressure and then he lost his best friend and then he snapped that's fine i think i think some of the hate's unnecessary but i do i do i don't mind the direction they took john it kind of makes sense, just to some degree. But I do think I do think the show is very flawed. I think I think the story, I think some of the plot or some of the story itself, plot, yeah, is not done well. And, you know, and and like the producer, when we I saw behind the scenes, the producer explained the story better than the story itself, which is bad. That's not good. That's not good at all. I was like, it, it was just not. So. uh I feel like for me, it, I gave it a 9 out of 10, like, in my original review. I must have been caught up. I must have been super caught up. When, <laughs> I must have, you know what? I must have reviewed it right after I watched it. Because I, 
I sound crazy. Like you should hear me. I'm like, <laughs> I was, I was in it. I was in it. I'm making, I'm making anecdotes and illustrations and looking at examples and pulling things. I'm like, wait, I am in it. And uh, so I think I still, I like the show. I still think it's a good show. It's flawed as mess, but I still think it's a good show. I am worried. I'm not gonna lie. I am worried about the movie just because, as a as a guy who read the comics of Sam Wilson, Captain America, those comics are boring. <laughs> they're boring. They really are. So if they're gonna make him, if they're gonna make his story compelling, you're gonna get you gotta get that boy some fresh villains, uh, and not Bet- Betrock the Leaper again. Although I think he's dead now. But the point is, like, he was, he was, he was a very, the comics were very boring. They recycled, like, Arn, he fought Arnim Zola again. Like, he was doing stuff again. The only most, the, the most interesting thing about Sam at that point, he was dating Misty Knight. I think it was the most interesting part of that story arc. But other than that, it was boring. So I'm hoping that Captain America Force actually has some good villains for him and a good story. And it was like, there's stuff that they brought out in the, in the, in the move, in the, about the show that I, I thought was a good point. Like, like, I, I hate to, like, I agree with them. Like, this whole thing with the shield, uh, Sharon Carter, Carly being like the most unimportant character. Like, she was like, she's the war. Like, to me personally, the flag smasher, well, I think it was a good idea to try to bring in the flag smasher because it is a, it, it is a, a pull from an old cap villain. And they try to turn into it, its own, like, terrorist group organization. I think that's cool. It just was done badly. And they weren't that cool. And it was like this. And and that, if that's a sign of what, you know, Sam Wilson's villains are going to be. We're in trouble. Yee! We're in trouble. So hopefully the movie will be better than what they gave for villains than what they gave us on the show. They killed most of Hydra. The only, only Hydra member that's still alive is Zemo. So that's the only real villain they have left from Hydra. Because they killed Von Strucker in the Age of Ultron. Uh, Skull is... I, I don't know what Skull is up to now. I think I, I think he's still on Vormir being weirdly like woke. I don't know what's wrong with him there. Uh Arnim Zola's dead. As far as you know, Arnim Zola died in Winter Soldier. Uh who else are we missing? On Strucker, Zemo. No, Zemo's still alive. Arnim Zola. Skull's not around. Yeah, that's it. And and, and well, Madam Hydra, but I think she's gonna be leading the Thunderbolts. So Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Anyways, so for me, for me, I feel like I got I gotta be honest with myself and and be real. Falcon and Winter Soldier is not a nine out of ten. I think I think in all honesty, I still think it's a good show. I still enjoyed it. I am still I'm still like happy because you know Wilson got the shield. I'm a Wilson. He's a Wilson. Wilson got a shield. It fulfills a little part of the black kid in me. But I don't think it's a nine out of ten. I think I think I got caught up in the in the message and the nostalgia and all the Jimmy jams. And that really gave it the House of Darkner look like I should have. And that, that was my bad. But I do think it's still a good show. But I think at this point, it's not a 9. I think I can give it a solid 7.5 at this point. Only because it's still very flawed. It's very flawed. When I go back and look at it now, I'm like, oh my god, there's, there's so many issues with the show. And so, and, and I still like it though. It's still it's just still a lot of issues with the show. So, a 7.5 for me. And now, now with the revisit. Uh, what was the next show that came out? Oh man, Loki. Okay, here's another about Loki. Tom Hiddleston as Loki is great. Him coming back to do a show, uh, Mobius that's played by Owen Wilson. I think he does a good job. Here's my problem with Loki. Like I got, <laughs> I was kind of fight with a friend of mine recently. We were, I was, I was at a barbecue and they're like, "Hey, David, what do you think about Loki?" Hey, it was okay. And they go, "They're like, what?" I'm like, "Okay, all right, look, show was great." I'm like, "No, it's not." And here's why. And this is why the show's not great. And, and there's no if, if they, and I do agree with this. They did this. They, they they tore him down again. They tore down Loki. They made him. They made him. I was thinking this is what I thought was going to happen. I thought. I, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. If that we were not we weren't trying to we weren't going to get this. I thought we were going to get like quantum leap Loki. Like, he's going to be jumping from uh, alternate timeline to alternate timeline to alternate timelines, doing shenanigans, and running from the TVA. That's what I thought we were getting. And then I kind of find out when you watch the trailers, no, he gets captured by the TVA, but now he is now officially being deputized to help fight 
bad guys that are messing up with messing with the timeline. Cool. So we're gonna get a we're gonna get a a, a buddy cop situation with Mobius and Loki chasing time ver- timeline time variants or variants or assassins or bad guys in different alternate timelines, whatever the word you want to use. Variants is probably the word they use because of the show. Nope, we didn't even get that. <laughs> we we got a, this weird love relationship with a variant version of himself. Uh, the, uh it was just which is bizarre, it, and it was just like it, and and then they, they and I will agree when they put him in that weird like detention time loop where Sif kept coming in and kicking him and and his and his and his stuff. Like over and over and over and over and over again it was kind of messed up, and now it's deconstructing the character. We we spent years loving what this character ended up being, to see him be literally completely almost said demonetized, um, emasculated and torn down in in season one of his of his own show. By the way, his own show. And I saw. I think that was one of the issues. I was intrigued. I wanted to see where it was going, but let's be real. The show was kind of boring. And the ending was only okay. I mean, shout outs to Jonathan Majors coming in as one of the variants of, of, of King and the Conqueror. I think it was really cool to see him introduced. And once again, one of the reasons why Loki is kind of a big deal because it, it's paving the way for the multiverse. Once again, this is another layer to the multiverse. WandaVision, Loki, there's all layers leading to the multiverse. But Loki was kind of boring. And I think I gave it a five because it was interesting, but it wasn't like great. And like anyone who saw you sat, sat there and said the show was great, you you were looking through the, you were you were looking through some very fogged lenses. I don't know what you were watching. I, I was watching the same show, and you guys are very confused about what you're watching. I I do look I do. They did confirm season two is coming out, and they did confirm almost is coming back to play Mobius, and I am curious to see what they do with it, especially with the the new King the Conqueror now existing. And like the world's the time the TVA is different now. And so I am curious to see what's going to happen now, and but at, I'm I'm just hoping they give us something better and give us the Loki we all wanted to see. Give us that Loki, and I think I think and the one oh, here's the thing. the one of the things I did like in the in the in the show that I'll admit that Loki started realizing there was something bigger than him out there. Granted, this is this is the Loki who did who, did, who hasn't who hasn't been beaten up by the by everything yet. This is. This is post-Avengers Loki, not post-Ragnarok Loki. So he, he hasn't got there yet. So he's still grand purpose Loki. He's still trying to take over the world and be the most powerful. Still wants the throne. Hates his brother. So that Loki, we were, I was hoping we were going to get a lot of stuff from that version of Loki, and we really didn't. And I think that's part of the disappointment. Like, this Loki still had his ego. Still had a lot. But I think I wanted the more fish out of the water stuff with Loki, like realizing that like there's just stuff that is stronger than him out there and kind of help him change a little bit. But I, the grand purpose Loki still should have been there. And we lost him literally by the end of season one. Not even like, not even by the end. We lost him by like halfway through the season. We immediately, like, it was just like that. Lost him. We lost that grand purpose Loki immediately. I was like, wow, that was very fast. And I get it to some degree, but it was still very fast. And it was kind of, I wish. I don't know. There's just something. I think. I think there could have been a better way they could have done it. It, it still give us what we wanted, and, and Sylvie was not the answer to me personally. She's not bad. Uh, what is her name? Uh, so, uh, Sophie Di Martino. She's not bad. I think we could have got something better though. But anyways, and so that's. I think Loki. I gave. I don't remember, remember my, my previous uh, review. I might have gave it a six. Um, as as someone who's revisiting it now, I'm gonna give it a five. It's just gonna get a five. Um, what if series? I think is really fun. I think it's a really good idea because it's tapping into that multiverse idea and it's giving us all kind of different ideas. I kind of like. I didn't hate it. I think. I think. I think we're missing some actors in that one. And I know, like, and that was the, one of the big deals. Is that it was it was Chadwick Boseman's last like work before he died, which is kind of like oh kind of thing. But I think it did good, and I, I like the series. And I can't wait to see what season two does. I think I gave that one like a seven or eight or something like that, and I still I still stand by that seven eight out of ten. Uh, I didn't like that. Like the zombie one was okay. I didn't think it was that great. It was okay. Like the Doctor Strange one was only okay. 
to me personally. But we're getting that that version of Doctor Strange is showing up in Multiverse of Madness. So it's kind of cool. It's all connecting. It's really cool that they did that. So I think that's part of the reason why I think I gave it like an eight or something like that. And I kind of I kind of want to stick with that seven eight ish out of ten. Uh, but it's pretty you know very simple like about it like it's all what if these things happen and i like the fact they're all kind of still bleeding into the mcu for real for real especially with i think we're getting uh zombie wanda and like crazed strange and, and other things that come from the what if series so i think it's pretty cool i can't wait to see what else is happening in that movie uh, but we'll get into that in a minute um hawkeye <laughs> look Hawkeye was never going to be... Like, they're like, oh, originally Hawkeye was going to get his own film. Why? He doesn't deserve it. He's not that good of a character. I mean, he's not bad in the comics, but he's not great in the in the, in the MCU. Let's be real. And and I'm going to be honest. I was going to kill him in, if it was up to me. He had died in Age of Ultron. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest. I wouldn't kill Pietro. But that's good. That's me. But I like I like Hawkeye only because I'm a dad. Like, he's just a dad trying to make up for the time he's lost being an Avenger. And, he, he like, he just doesn't want to be famous. He just wants to be a dad. That's the only reason why I like it. That's the only reason why, and, and the fact that we get, we got Wilson Fisk uh, being introduced in the movie, or in the show. And I do like Kate Bishop. The show's only okay. The whole thing with Yelena was dumb. I'm not gonna lie. That whole thing with Yelena, the ending was only okay. The whole thing, the whole thing with Yelena was a waste of time. Um, I don't think Echo deserves her own show. I, I'll be honest. I think Echo's a cool character, but I think Echo should have been. I think I think it's cool that Echo was introduced in this, but I think she should also should should exist next to Daredevil. She should be like working with Daredevil to fight organized crime, because she does eventually fight organized crime in 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 the comics. But I but she doesn't. I don't feel like she deserves her own series. I think it's unnecessary. I think she should be doing it with with next to Charlie Cox. Because he's back as Daredevil, and I heard they're doing they're rebooting a series. So, for what I read, that's still happening. So she should just show up in that, and I get her on show. I don't think her having her on show is a waste of time. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. But like Loki, uh, not Loki. Like Hawkeye. Hawkeye was only okay. There's a lot of stuff in there that was just kind of eh. It was okay. So Hawkeye for me as a show is a five. I, I might have gave it a six in, in my old review, but I think it's just it's a five. It's okay. It's a stepping stone for Kate Bishop, and I'm okay with that. Moon Knight, I refuse to finish because the show's dumb. And this is why I say this. Because they don't respect the character. They're trying so hard to do things a very specific way. It's done badly. And I don't agree with it. I don't I don't think they're respecting Mark Spector as the character. They're not respecting Moon Knight. They're not respecting Khonshu. The arc is dumb. Like I think I watched I watched the okay, I watched the third episode and <laughs> The whole scene. So there is a there is a pantheon of Egyptian gods. They have their own universe where they all hang out. By the way, guys, just just I'm gonna spoil something for you. Kanshu's not exiled in the, in the comics. I don't know where they're, they're anyway. They're changing stuff to justify this weird writing, and they're hoping that because you don't know, they can get away with it. That's the problem with the show. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. They're missed. They're doing mysticism so hard with Moon Knight, and it's unnecessary. Especially his first arc, it was not like that. Uh, and it's like you're I just there's such a direction that they could take the show, that they're not doing it correctly. I am so mad. I I kind of I like I half like Moonlight Moon Knight from the comics, but at the same time, like I don't I'm one. Uh, there's not a, I'm not a huge Moon Knight person, but I know enough to go like you're doing it wrong, and the show's doing it wrong. And shout out to Oscar Isaac, he's doing a great job. Uh, Ethan Hawke as as Harrow and is is interesting and because by the way Harrow's not like that in the comics just to be clear. Um, him being an old avatar of Mo- of Khonshu and then Khonshu's threatening Layla. By the way, Layla doesn't exist in the comics either. She doesn't exist in the comics and like dangling Layla as a potential avatar to get Mark to do stuff is dumb. That's not how that works in the comics. That's not how their relationship works in the comics. And, and I'm like, and I'm just so like abhorrent to it. I'm like, I'm not finishing it. And every t- every response I get, I see from people about it, make, it confirms how much I, I will, I never finish it. Like a show that doesn't do things correctly uh, and respect characters makes me walk away. It makes me walk away. I'm not saying the show could be bad, like, but everything about the show from this point I've seen, I don't like, and I don't agree with, and I'm out. 
I did the same thing with the Cowboy Bebop reboot, and guess what? That got canceled. <laughs> it, it was supposed to have a couple other seasons, and, those, and that show got canceled. I did it with something else, and I walked away I'm like, no. And it, and, it, and it ended. I'm like, yeah, see? And so, no. No, I'm good. No. No, Moon Knight can go somewhere. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to see. So, I know Ms. Marvel was supposed to come out, and I'm, I don't, I already didn't, I'm not going to lie. When Ms. Marvel's first trailer came out, when I, the first time I watched it, I'm like, I'm not going to like this show. Out the gate. It's missing so many elements that make uh, Marvel stories important, and that's my issue with it. And I'm like, no, I don't like it. I'm not going to like it. We'll see. It hasn't come out yet. I could be wrong. I could walk away and go, like this movie, this show's great. I could do that, but I haven't, I, I have no reason to believe that yet. And so we'll, we'll know until the show comes out. But based off the trailer I just saw, or not just saw, but I just saw when it first dropped, I think like a month ago, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. So I'm not happy for it. I'm not excited. We'll see what happens with it. All right, let's go to the films. Woo-wee. We are, we are starting with a, with a banger here. Black Widow. Now, we already know how we feel about Black Widow because I had a whole review and I did it with my, my best friend, Red's Bread's Lady. And she and I made it very clear, we're very unhappy with the direction he took Black Widow. Not only, not only did this movie come out late, and I do agree, I was watching a video, someone, uh, someone pointed out, like, instead of giving us Black Widow, gave us Ms. Marvel, or Captain Marvel, which I, I'm not mad about Captain Marvel, but instead of is my issue. And that's, and I do agree with that. It should not have replaced Black Widow. Black Widow should have got her own solo film a way before Captain Marvel ever came onto the big screen. I agree with that 100%. And the problem with this movie is this movie makes no sense. <laughs> For so many reasons. One, it's it's unnecessary because she's already dead in the MCU. So this movie means nothing to any of us as fans. Two, they don't respect source material at all. They don't respect who Iron Maiden is. They don't respect who Ray Guardian is. They don't respect Yelena's character. They don't respect the Taskmaster. There's so many things about this movie that's just done badly. It's just, it's so bad. It's so, and then the, the post, the mid-credit scene is unnecessary. It, it leads into like, it, it, the, the, the mid-credit scene, uh, leads into, um, it was a mid or post, I can't remember. Leads into, uh, Hawkeye, which by the way, once again, is pointless because I thought it was dumb. But that's why Black Widow got a very low mark for me. And I, and the more and more I think about it, the anger I get, so it gets a two. <laughs> Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Here's the thing: I think I gave it a seven point five in my previous review, and I might just—I'll give it a—I'll drop it to a seven, six point five, maybe seven. Only reason why is this: this is why I have no problem with them once again introducing this character. Is it a character no anybody knows? Most people don't. I'm not, let's be real: most people don't know who Shang Chi is. And when I brought it up, here's the thing. When I brought it up to a couple of my friends, they remember him because he was in a different comic. Not in his own comic. He was in a different comic. Oh, yeah, he was helping Spider-Man fight. Ah, oh, okay. So, he was not good enough to have his own current series. He's good enough to show up in others. Yes, he may be considered the, the, the best fighter in all of the Marvel 616, but he's not good enough to have his own stuff. I know who he was. I had to look it up, look him up. I'm like, oh, why are we getting this? You know, I, I think it was unnecessary. I think it was unnecessary. But, I, and I remember when the trailer first came out for Shang-Chi, uh, other than the fact that I don't like Aquafina, I thought it was boring. I'm like, eh, we'll see how it goes. And then I think I think a couple trailers in, I'm like, that's dope. I think like the second or third trailer, I was like, that's the trailer you should lead with. That looks like it's going to be a good time. And it, it was, it was a good time. Uh, Story-wise, it didn't make sense. I do like the fact that the, 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 the Ten Rings of Power were my, like, granted, they made them armbands, and I get why they did it. It's just easier to do. It makes a little more sense considering they were making this like a martial arts film. Um, uh, I do like the whole thing with the Mandarin, even though they didn't directly call him the Mandarin, but that's okay. He tried to make it seem like, oh, I didn't give myself that name. Someone else gave me that name. Okay, fine. Whatever. You're still the Mandarin. Um, some of the fight scenes are cool. I think we, it was cool to see uh, uh, Wong... Uh, it's cool to see uh, Abomination look actually look like the Abomination. Uh, the Ten Rings of Power look really cool. I think Shang-Chi could be a good character. That story just made no dang sense. 
it's you know shout out to Michelle Yao being in it, but that story and like look, I'm sorry they let they they let Trevor still be alive from Iron Man three up yours. I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't be mean. I don't. I shouldn't be rude about it, but I think it was the worst idea ever. I hate that character. That character, all that character does is acknowledge the fact that you shouldn't exist. Trevor should never exist. Iron Man three pulled a fast one, and there's so much backlash for it. They had to bring back. Uh, the Mandarin in Shang-Chi to get everyone to calm down. And he's dead now, so it doesn't even matter. Anyways, spoilers for those who haven't saw Shang-Chi. The Mandarin's dead. Doesn't matter anymore. And the fact that Shang-Chi and the Mandarin are was father and son is actually comic book-wise inaccurate. But it's not the worst thing because it's it's just it's just more appropriate. It just works out better. But Shang-Chi was okay. You know, I think the fight scene was cool. Uh, I think his, his sister, who's a, who's a character in the movie, isn't bad. I do agree. I think I think some of the stuff about her, her character, makes no sense. Like how she had built this criminal organization under the nose of her father, blah, blah blah blah, and he let it happen, blah blah blah. It's interesting to me, but you know, I, like I said, I had a lot of issues with the story, anyways. Even though, it, like like I said, the first, I think if you listen to my review, like the first half of the of the movie, I enjoyed. The second half was confusing. I, I, it felt like it didn't fit. I felt like it wasn't necessary. And that's why I think it got a 7. Matter of fact, I might drop it down to a 6.5 just because of that story. Now that I think about it, like 6.5 because the story shifted way left field. But, you know, I'm hoping his character, because the way they're making it clear that like his character's coming back for future, future stuff, maybe Avengers things. And I like Simu Liu. I think he's a cool guy. I think he's a cool actor. I haven't seen him in anything else, but like in his, in his interviews and stuff, he seems pretty cool. And I, he's not bad at Shang-Chi. I think he does a good job. So hopefully in like later later projects, he can come back and make the character cool. We'll see what happens. Just do it without Aquafina. I can't stand her character. Um, the Eternals. Let's okay. I'm, I'm just gonna be clear. Waste of time. You don't even, you don't even get a you don't even get a out of ten. You get a no. <laughs> Eternals gets a hard no. This is why we didn't need it. And this is also one of those situations where they're taking advantage of people's lack of knowledge to to make a movie that, that was unnecessary and made no sense and doesn't fit into the current MCU. It didn't fit. And then you're trying to use use this as an excuse of trying to make Thanos seem like he's a hero. Oh, maybe Thanos was the reason why he did what he did and, and the Infinity Saga was to save the plans from being turned into uh, nesting grounds for for uh, for, for uh, celestial babies. No, get out of here. We're out. I'm out. We're done. I'm out. This is dumb. This is worse. And I don't care if Harry Styles is, in the, in the, is being like alluded to. I don't care. Movie was dumb. It was a waste of time. Movie was a waste of time. You guys are stupid for making it. I, I'm talking about Marvel. Marvel was dumb for making Eternals. Because nobody knows Eternals. Nobody knows Eternals. It was unnecessary. And it messed up so much story arc. Ten years worth of story arc is messed up because of the Eternals. And it makes no sense. It doesn't fit and doesn't work. No, no out of ten. You get a no out of ten. Spider-Man: No Way Home, fantastic movie. Uh, I think it's it's a little flawed. I still think the whole the whole Jimmy Jam about acting like a uh, Ben Parker never existed is hot garbage to me. I'm gonna fight it. I'm gonna still fight it. And I know why they did it. And I think it was unfair. And, and, it, and it, the fact it took three movies and literally alternate timeline Peter to bring up Ben Parker for Ben Parker to be real is unnecessary. That's unreasonable. I still hold that against this movie. I will still hold it against this movie. This why this, part of the reason why this movie doesn't get a 10 out of 10 for me. The disrespect for Ben Parker is real. And we're like, oh, well, David, nope. Nope. I like the movie. Don't get me wrong. I like the movie. I think the movie's, the movie's great. I think... I think uh, I think No Way Home's a shining light in, in some of the issues like these other MCU movies have, and I still don't like MJ. I think MJ the, the way they wrote her is kind of lame. I still don't like her. I don't like the direction they took her. I don't like her. Uh, shout out to the fact that we got to see you know Matt Murdock make his MC, MCU appearance. It, it's, it's fantastic. I was excited to, to see that. I was excited to see a lot of these old villains come back. Willem Dafoe, Adro, you know Alfred Molina, Jamie Fox. And even though we couldn't get uh, Thomas Hayden Church to physically be there, he, I think he did even, either, either they voiced him or they took clips. I forget what they did to get him to get the Sam, get Sam in to exist. No Way Home's a good movie. It's a very good movie. And I'm like, and I like the fact that it's leading to like the comic book Spider-Man we all know. And I think that's why it's a great movie. And that's why it's still a 9 out of 10. 
I still I still have my issues with some of the stuff was was stuff that I think is very important to personally for a character like Spider Man. Um, so leading to so those other movies that are not have not officially been announced yet and are not or dates anyways, other than the fact that Thor: Love and Thunder dropped, I think earlier this week the trailer and I watched the trailer and I'm unhappy. This is why. Um. They're, they're, they're still, they're literally destroying Thor as a character. And they, they've been, first of all, they've been destroying Thor as a character since, like, Ragnarok. Let's be real. Let, let, let's be real. <laughs> you take his hammer away, you turn him into a buffoon. Like, people are like, oh, man, but I, I like they made it a little more lighthearted compared to Dark World. No, I think it was better that it stuck that way. See, the problem is, people didn't like Dark World because it wasn't, like, La, la 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 flowers and toothbrushes and rainbows. Someone actually hated that. There's one reason why they didn't. Someone didn't like the Batman because it was too. It was too serious. What? What? They're like, they're, why did it? Not, why, there wasn't enough jokes. It wasn't funny enough. Blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, you're stupid. That's it's the Batman. So, and I feel like that's those same people who had issues with, the, with Thor, the, Thor: Dark World. Thor: Dark World is a very good movie. I liked it. I don't care what you say. I thought it was a good movie. In comparison to Thor Ragnarok? Yes. And this is why. Is Thor Ragnarok a good time? Yes. Is Thor Ragnarok a good movie? No. And this is why. You literally are destroying the character. You turned him into a buffoon. You're making you making you're making him like you're turning him into like if 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 Kevin Kevin James had Molnir. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. If it was if it was supposed to be a comedy. And I'm afraid of, like, Taika Waititi, as much as the people like him as a director, he doesn't respect source material. He doesn't. Like, I didn't hate Thor Ragnarok. I thought Ragnarok, like I said, I, was, I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. But I still think it is, is mad disrespect to the character. And you took, his, you, took his, you took his hammer away. You took his home away. You took his parents. Granted, Frigga died in Dark World. But you took his dad away. Like you take his dignity away, and then and then come Endgame, he's Fat Thor into like Love and Thunder, nah. And in Love and Thunder, he literally is midlife crisis, semi-retired Thor. I don't want to fight no more. You didn't do anything for m- most of the MCU. Thor didn't do anything. Let's be real. How much stuff did Thor do? Go back and watch these films outside, like a couple of Avengers, Avengers films, and even in Age of Ultron. What did Thor do? He left. <laughs> it came back to help. He he left for most of it. He like like outside of like that one. Outside of like what? When they went to not Wakanda, when they went to the one factory to fight, when they, you meet Claw for the first time. Outside of that whole scene, Thor left for most of, for most of him. After that, comes back. Uh, to fit to, to for the third act. But outside of that, what does Thor do most of the time? He wasn't there for Civil War because he was busy doing Thor Ragnarok. Like he's like, I'm, like, and so in finally when he becomes king of Asgard, he doesn't actually be king. He gives it the he gives it the Valkyrie and leaves. We got we got semi retired like midlife crisis Thor. He never actually took responsibility as 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 Thor Odinson of Asgard. He hasn't had a chance yet. The opportunity, the, the 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 time that presented itself, he keeps. There's always other stuff happening, so we never had a moment where he actually took the time. His growth isn't there. He stopped growing. He stopped growing by Ragnarok. When Ragnarok happened, he stopped growing. Tell me I'm wrong. He stopped growing as a character. Right then and there. So, and guess what? Guess what's happening with him in Love and Thunder? He's still not growing. He's being a big man baby. And, and, and is refusing to be the person he's supposed to be. That's why we're getting Jane. Guess what they're doing? They're writing his character down to bring up another one. And guess who hates that? This one. So, granted, I don't know. We just saw we just saw the first trailer. And the first trailer tells me that that they're tearing him down to bring up Jane Foster, so she so Mighty Thor can be there. That's why. That's why. Why do you think they re? Who's? I don't know why Molnir's repaired. It's repaired. I don't know who repaired it. We're gonna find out in the movie. And, and why they repaired it and gave it to Jane? We're gonna find out because Thor's gonna be a, a, is gonna be all kinds of ways, and it's gonna justify them, try to justify them get bringing in Jane. Which, if, if for all we know, it could be a great story arc. Could be really heartfelt, done very well. But based on the off the trailer, I'm not even excited. And I saw the trailer, I was like, mm, 
is Taika once again doing what he does. And like and like the adventure he's we were thought he was gonna get running around with with the guardians kind of isn't isn't happening, which is fine I guess I don't know, but I'm not excited, and so may, maybe by the second or third trailer I'm like oh cool when they when they kind of flesh out better what they're trying to do with this character maybe you'll get me to come around maybe, but as of right now the MCU when it comes to especially Phase Four is not looking pretty for me right now I'm not excited. I'm not looking forward to, to, to Ms. Marvel, which, by the way, I could get surprised. It could be really, really good. I think Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness, I can't wait. I think that movie's going to be dope. I said, because that's, that's, then that comes out, what, next month? Yeah, it was like next month. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, we'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very cautious about that one, but we'll see what happens. But right now, as the MCU, if I'm gonna if, if I'm gonna gauge Phase Four of the MCU, it's a six. Ah, yeah, and the reason why is because No Way Home is saving it right now. Uh, ugh, I hate to say that. Yeah, shoot. Out of everything, No Way Home. Uh, no, you know what? No Way Home is gonna keep it out of five. It's keeping it from being under. And, and I think, no, I say based on everything, averages out is a six. Eternals almost dropped it down below five, but averaged out right now, the phase four of the MCU is sitting at a six. But it's it's barely holding on. It's barely holding on. So we'll see what happens in Multiverse of Madness, and we'll see what happens with, with Thor Love and Thunder. Maybe that, I know I know for right now, Multiverse of Madness is going to change my mind probably. We hope. It looks really good. So we'll see what happens next month, and I'll let you know. But let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. Have you revisited any of the old shows? How does have you changed your mind about them? Has you I, how do you feel about the MCU right now as we speak? Let me know what you think. Are your numbers changing? Do you, are you are changing your mind about the shows? Maybe because you're reading stuff, watching other things, you're watching videos, listening to other people's critiques about these the things and how stories are being written. You know the Jimmy Jams are going on with things like Cowboy Bebop and and Avatar, like the series on Netflix, and the, the whole Jimmy Jam with uh, with pa- the Rings of Power or yeah, is it Rings of Power? It Rings of Power. All this stuff. How does it, is it changing your point of view about things? Uh, Ezra Miller being arrested, changing what's going to happen to the Flash. Is it all affecting your point of view about the industry and about the stories that are being told and about the movies that are being made, about the shows that are happening? Is it, Are you reevaluating it like I, I have? If not, let me know. If you have, let me know. All right, guys, you guys have a good one. I know this was a long one, but there's a lot to talk about. So I'll see you guys later. You guys behave yourselves. I got to go drink some water. All right, bye-bye.